Welcome back to the fourth and final segment this Saturday of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio on AM 920, The Answer here in Atlanta. In this segment, in our neighborhood spotlight, we're featuring Fox Creek in Cumming. If you live in Cumming or Alpharetta or anywhere in the surrounding areas, you definitely want to stay tuned for it. And are you ready to fall in love with homeownership? Are you questioning whether or not owning a home is right for you? Maybe we can help persuade you. Don't forget, we want to connect. Go to gogaddisradio.com. That's G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back. You can challenge things I'm saying on the radio. won't bother me in the slightest. You can share your ideas. We've had some amazing comments made by listeners that we've used in the show over the years. You can request your home be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're not a podcast subscriber, please do it. Go to gogettisradio.com, scroll all the way to the bottom, kick, click on our podcast links, and you can subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Each week, we pick one specific metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes to let you know as a homeowner in that neighborhood how you might have a particular advantage when it comes to selling your home. Fox Creek incoming, if you were taking Georgia 400 north, you'd exit 128. You'd go right onto Georgia Highway 9, left onto Campground Road. The neighborhood is on the right. There's about 200 homes in Fox Creek. Let's talk about what happened in the neighborhood over the last three years. 2019, there were a total of seven homes that sold. They took 93 days from the time they went on the market to the time they went under contract. The average sales price was $373,929. They ranged from a low of $316,500 up to $457,000. Average sales price to list price ratio, 95.5%, which means home sellers had to discount the price of their home 4.5% in order to entice a buyer to go under contract on the home. In 2020, there were 12 homes sold. Now, we talk about this normally in a 200-neighborhood uh, in a 200-home neighborhood, you'd normally have about 7% turnover in the neighborhood, which means we would expect about 14 homes a year to sell. Only seven sold in 2019, probably a little bit of an anomaly. In 2020, a total of 12 homes sold, took 46 days, went from 93 days to 46 days to go under contract. Average sales price, $436,000. That is almost $60,000 increase from the prior year. They ranged from a low of 346000 up to a high of 760000 the average sales price to list price ratio was 95.9%, which means the average home seller had to discount their home 4.1% in order to entice a buyer to put it under contract. Now, 2021, drum roll please, 16 homes sold, which is just about at that 14 number that we would project for typical turnover for a neighborhood. They took 11 days, 11 days, less than two weeks on average, a week and a half to be specific. To go under contract, the average sales price was 474000 which means the average sales price in that neighborhood went up 100000 over 2019, went up about 40000 over 2020. The low sales price was four ten. The high sales price was 665%. The sales price to list price ratio, now remember it was 95.5% in 2019, 95.9%. In 2020, it was 103.5% in 2021, which means sellers intentionally or unintentionally mispriced their house by 3.5%. 2020, 
Today, there are two homes listed available for sale in the neighborhood at an average list price of $662,000. Now, I will tell you, with an average sales price last year of four hundred and seventy-four, you get a couple extra six hundred and sixty-two thousand dollars sales in there. That's gonna make the sales price, average sales price, continue to rise. Low low asking price, six hundred and forty-nine thousand, high high asking price, six hundred and seventy-five thousand. There's one point four one months worth of inventory. For those of you who were tuned in during the third segment of the show, you heard me talk about months of inventory, but what that means for those of you who've just joined us is that it would take six weeks, less than six weeks, for those two homes in that neighborhood to sell based on sales patterns of the past. In the last 365 days, there have been a total of 17 homes sold and closed in the neighborhood. There are 192 homes, give or take, in the neighborhood. In 2012, the average sales price was 231000 as a result of the recession. In 2021, 474000 which means those 192, give or take, plus or minus, Homeowners have increased their home equity by $46.6 million. Let me say that one more time. Those 192 homeowners have 46 or almost $47 million more in equity today than they had 2012. That's really phenomenal. Elementary school is Vickery Creek. Middle school is also Vickery Creek. And the high school is West Forsyth. If you are interested in... In the quality of the schools, where you're going to sell or where you're going to buy, and the effect that schools have on home values, I suggest that you might want a school chimp report. Two weeks ago, we talked about where Zillow gets its school ratings from, and they get it from greatschools.org. These rankings and ratings and all of the information from a school chimp report they make what Zillow provides look like sort of useless information. So it breaks things down for you. It gives you a lot of demographic information. If you go to gogaddisradio.com, click on School Chimp, put in a little information, you can either compare one high school to the average of all high schools in Metro Atlanta, public high schools, or you can compare one high school in Metro Atlanta to another high school in Metro Atlanta, and it will give you the average age of a home in the area, the average educational attainment of a parent in the area, the average household income, the average size of a home, the percentage of renters versus homeowners in occupying properties in that area. It will also give you all of the real estate data. So it gives you a ranking for the school on a scale of 40 up to 100. And it also gives you all of the real estate information, average sales price, average size of home, average days on the market, total size of the market. And it gives all of that information to you per high school district. It is fascinating. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I'm so happy you're here. If you're searching for homes for sale and you feel like you show up two or three days late for every single home you want to purchase, it could be you're looking for homes, you're shopping for homes on the wrong website. could be using one of the national sites. The reality is we suggest you go to suremls.com, S-U-R-E. MLS.com, SureMLS.com. Why go to SureMLS.com? So you can be sure that you're seeing all of the listings in Metro Atlanta. There are two listing services in Metro Atlanta. It's unusual for a city to have two overlapping listing services, but not everybody lists homes in both of them. I list homes in both of them. That is no, without exception, no matter where they're listed, they get listed in both listing services. That's the way I do business. But in many cases, people who do business 
predominantly south of I-20. They list them only in the multiple listing service. But a lot of the websites in Metro Atlanta pull their data from the first multiple listing service. Can you imagine learning two or three weeks after the fact that you were missing a home because of the website you were searching on? If you want to solve that problem and you want to keep yourself from being embarrassed or feeling stupid, go to suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com, sign up there. You ready to fall in love with home ownership? There are lots of benefits. Financial benefits are always a key aspect of home ownership, and we all know that. But it's also important to understand that the non-financial and personal benefits are why so many people genuinely genuinely fall in love with their home. When I bought my home in 1999, March of 1999, I've lived in the same principal residence since March of 1999, I didn't consider how much money I was going to make investing in my home. I wanted a place for my wife at the time to live, and for all four of my daughters to live, me to raise my family, and I fell in love with that home. I didn't love that home when we first bought it. There were some things about it that I didn't really like, but the reality is, is over the years, I fell in love with that home. And over the past two years, people falling in love with their homes has grown even higher. We stayed home more due to the pandemic, and we started to realize the personal and emotional benefits our homes provide, and that's become very important to us. I love to work in the yard. Let's see here. People who know me would push back on that. I love to supervise other people working in the yard. Is that better? <laughs> I get a tremendous amount of enjoyment. I've got a nice garden shed. I've got fountains. I've got a sprinkler system, beautiful grass that you could play golf on. I love my yard and have such a strong emotional connection to it. The home continues to be of the utmost importance and a place of security and comfort. When the health crisis began, the world around us changed almost overnight and our homes were redefined for a while. I felt stuck there. Our needs shifted and our shelters became our the places that protected us at a whole new level. 91% of homeowners say they feel secure, stable, and successful owning a home. 64% of American homeowners say living through a pandemic has made their home more important to them. Than ever before, and 83% of homeowners say their home has kept them safe during the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm sure that's true, because as long as you knew everybody in your home, the odds are there was nobody in there who had COVID. I don't know if you had COVID or not, and I'm not making light of it. I had it. Everybody in my family had it. I think that's true. No, my oldest daughter did not. Knock on wood, we were all safe, and everything worked out fine. I know there's many families that were not so fortunate, so I'm not making light of anyone having COVID. I know it's a very serious thing, but certainly made us feel protected. The reality is buying a home is really a lifestyle decision. Pre-pandemic, 58% of homeowners said they felt emotionally connected to their home. Now it's 70%. I would have thought it was probably 100%, but I guess there are so there's a good number of people that are not going to really connect on a deep level of the home, no matter what. If you're looking to sell your home anytime in the next six months, we think you should take advantage of our seller confidence plan where you can know all of your options before you list your home for sale. There's four different ways to sell a home. You can sell it like it is. You can sell it for all cash real quickly. You can improve it a little bit and sell it. And you can also go buy your new home, pay cash for that while you're waiting to sell your existing home. And even if you don't have the cash to do that and you're thinking, wow, how in the world would I do that? You just call us. We'll help you understand how you can make that work, even if you don't have the cash. Call 770-497-0000 or go to gogaddisradio.com. Ask us for our seller confidence plan. You've been listening to Go Gaddis Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts. And we hope You'll be back next Saturday at 9 o'clock because I'm looking forward to talking to you then. Have a great week, Atlanta. Bye.